Brooks. And I'm Dan. I just have to work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like, Dan, you have a child, right? I do. Did you guys ever go to the park when he was when he was little? Oh, yeah. Did he ever pick up sticks at the park? Oh, yeah. And swing them like swords? Like a sword. Well, I've noticed that that is a trend amongst kids. And homeless men. And homeless men sometimes. Uh, and I've decided to turn it into a business for myself to make copious amounts of profits. I go to every park. Or, you know, I start out with one park. I go to that park. I collect all of the sticks in the whole park for myself. And I open up a stick stand selling sticks to kids. So, hold on. Let me let me just get this straight. Are you going to go up to a small child and say, hey, hey, kid, you want this stick? Well, what I have is uh no, no. Because I, have- I feel like this would be over before it began. You would be beat to death by a herd of mothers. What I do is I make sure every stick is in my possession. And then I send my kids out as... Okay. Okay. It's like they are playing with their sticks, sword fighting, having, having so much fun. And this kid wants to join in. Now the parent to buy a stick from me. The only one around with any sticks. Every stick in the park is gone. I'm going to be... I'm going to... You know, I started it. Dry run this uh, today since I had the day off. I sold 35 sticks. So much profits. So much profits. Profits I don't even, is a bazillion percent. Because it's all free. Other than the fact that this has nothing to do with the things we do after work. It's just completely ridiculous, and I don't even think it exists. All right, some of those things you said might be true. This is after. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Hey, Dan, what's happening, man? You know, just got my second COVID shot, so I've been keeping a low key today. How has your uh, cell phone reception been? Because mine is boosted. Oh, I get chips, that sweet, sweet 5G. The chips are working through my body. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely better. Every once in a while, there's weird feedback. Also, when I walk by a light bulb, it starts to shine. Brighter. But just in my left arm, right? Like if I walk by the other direction, my left mm-hmm. arm's the other way. The light doesn't turn on. But then when I go the other way, and it's weird. You'd think a regular light bulb would just turn on white, right? But this uh-huh. one turns on red. Ooh, I, that's a feature. Yeah. That's a feature now. Anyway, what's up with you? Well, I, uh, so I'm on vacation this week. I've been hanging out, messing with, uh, with in my workshop while my kids have been at school, having fun. I got something to talk about later, a new addition to the shop. Ooh. But I was over at my father-in-law's house and he just, I think we talked about this maybe, he just went out and bought himself a 1987 Volkswagen Westphalia. Probably got like 240,000 miles on it. Well, it has, it's got low miles. It's got, it's a, uh, yep, it's got low miles. It's got a rebuilt motor, like fully rebuilt. The guy he bought it from owned it for four years. The guy uh, before that had it brought down to a shop in California that specifically builds Volkswagen Westphalias. That's the camper van, 
pop-up rooftop one, if people don't know. Of a 80s love bus variety. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they did it all up. They did all, they upgraded all the parts that they know are weak. He's telling me they upgraded the brakes. They did like braided steel brake lines uh, or, or solid steel. I don't know. All this cool extra stuff. Pretty much mint condition. And he's looking forward to going out and exploring America, this baby. And sleeping in the back of his van. And sleeping in the back of his van. And now I'm jealous. So does it have like a bed that goes over the top of like the kitchen table? So the backs, this thing has like so many different cupboards and different compartments and everything. It's got a kitchen stove, the... uh, and a sink with fresh water, like drinking water. Mm-hmm. And uh, the top pops up. There's like a bed up top. Oh. Or the back section kind of folds flat into a bed. So you could sleep four in this thing. Wow. How many seats are in it like to drive? There's two up front and I think two in the back while you're driving. Okay. So it's it's properly set up for four people. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the passenger side seat rotates 180 degrees and faces backwards. Yeah. So I, I mean, I went and hung out in it for like, you know, 20 minutes with Kurt the other day as he was showing me all the bells and whistles. But uh, it's sweet, man. I would just take that, like, imagine you just want to hang out with your friends one day. You just drive up to the woods. You just cook some barbecue i don't know you just it's just good for hanging out and it's pretty roomy like a lot more roomy than i would think yeah it sounds pretty cool but uh i'm hoping later on down the road we get kurt in here maybe talking about his adventures in that bad boy that would be awesome i've been watching uh, a particular youtube channel it's called everlanders mm-hmm. and it's a canadian couple who built a custom camper shell on the back of a Ford F550 chassis that they stripped down to nothing. Dang. So like it was like a tow truck or had a crane or some weird thing in the back when they got it. Took all that off the back and they built a box like as you, it, it looks like a professionally done camper like chassis. Mhm. And it's all aluminum, all aluminum chassis. And then they use this really awesome sandwiched, uh, it's called honeycomb, what did I, what did I say? Honeycomb sandwich, honeycomb uh, composite. It's honeycomb composite and it's made out of fiberglass. So it's real light, but it's stiff and strong. So all the walls, the floor, the ceiling are all made out of that. And mm-hmm. it doesn't even need any... Uh, insulation or anything because it's like it's pretty thick stuff and there's a lot of air in there so it it insulates well it's just very cool seeing all the little things that you would want in your rv basically i mean they built a custom rv on a four by four chassis so this thing is for driving off-road yeah driving out into the middle of nowhere the wilderness it's an overlanding vehicle which is so they 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 named their channel the everlanders you know because 
They wanted oh. to they wanted to uh, latch onto that word. It's very popular right now, Overland. So go check out uh, the Everlanders, the Everlanders, Everlanders on, on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah, and you they, can see what we're talking about. It's pretty pretty nice looking truck. And then they uh, some of the videos are about them building stuff or fixing stuff on it. And then some of the videos are the places that they go. And they're all over the place, like from the Arctic Circle up at the top of Canada down to whatever's below Mexico, wherever they're at, like Guatemala or something like that. They can go all the way. They just drive. All of the Americas? All the Americas. If you've fully done all the driving, if you've done it all Uh in America, all that you can find, then do you pack up your RV and have it shipped across the ocean, and then you hit up Europe and yes, you do Russia and I believe China, maybe Japan's an island. Yeah, that's an island. You probably Africa. don't take it to Japan, but I I feel like this is the kind of thing. And yes, because they were doing some meetups with people in Mexico during COVID with people from Europe. Cool. And they don't touch, so they had to ship their stuff over there. That is a rich man sport. Very. Um, Very. I'm jealous. I think this guy, he, at some point, he's been doing that YouTube channel for about four years, maybe. And at some point, he sold his house, sold everything he owned that didn't fit in his whatever truck and then they just live in it full time but he still works and i i'm not 100 percent sure but I, I think his wife probably still works so they're like working remotely from their mobile office oh man once uh elon musk gets that skylink all all going oh yeah then they can just work from anywhere he just off in the grid he built a custom uh like antenna, I mean, it's not custom per se, but he built an antenna, put it up on a pole that mounts up on the back of the truck up real high mm-hmm. for cellular reception. And he's got like this cellular receiver thing to broadcast Wi-Fi to the whole thing. So he said he was able to get it like 40 miles away from the tower or something like that. That's pretty far. Yeah. Away from a tower. It might have been, he might have said kilometers, which is a lot less. Eh, nobody can know. Something like that. It's a big number, though. I was impressed. I was like, wow, that's pretty far. Well, Dan, hmm. how you been? What do you, what's on your mind this week after work? Not during work. <sighs> it's like you reprimanded me earlier, but after work. I would say I've been thinking about starting a business, but let's just say I bought some things to use for fun. Okay. That will Sticks. not be a business. Not yet. What is it, Dan? I, uh, I bought a mixing board and some wireless microphones and some cables and such to be able to use for karaoke. So it's been... One week. Well, besides your birthday, when you had special karaoke in your backyard, what? when was the last time you did karaoke before then? Pre pre COVID, I don't know. February, sure. February to twenty twenty, you were just hitting your stride karaoke wise. You nailed a few of your songs. You retired them because they were too good. Uh, but you got your own karaoke set up now. 
almost I, you know ordering things is a, a tenuous process so some uh, the mixing board hasn't arrived yet i last night i set up the tv stand so it's like a tripod that has a wall mount that goes on the tv so you know how wall mounts have the 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 panel that you screw onto the wall uh-huh. well, that thing is attached to a pole that has a tripod on the bottom of it so and then you mount the the mounting brackets on the back of the TV and they mount that to the the thing that attaches to the thing. Did you buy a, a new TV or you No, just... I just had a you know, little 32-inch TV. Oh cool. That I I uh, was trying to figure out what to do with that I hadn't got rid of yet. We've hit the age where a 32-inch TV is just like, you know, a spare TV laying around. I was trying to figure out how to mount it over the bathroom toilet, but I never got there. Oh, that was my dream. Yeah. So that when football is going on, I could just have both of them running the same thing. And if you have to go to the bathroom, just like at what, uh, that there's, there's, uh, one restaurant, Buffalo Wild Wings has that. They have TVs in front of the urinals in the bathroom. Well, now you can bring that TV since you have the, the TV tripod. You can bring it into the bathroom on game days <laughs> and just set it up in the in the tub. No, no, thank you. And then you kind of no, while you're no. using the bathroom, you're craning your head over to the right. No, no, not not that. But so that was cool. And then I already have uh, a laptop, which basically, in order to do karaoke, you kind of need a bunch of software on a laptop and all your songs and everything. And then you run all the sound through a mixing board like like we're much like we're using mm-hmm. for podcasts right now. It's the same thing. Just uh just like that, a little bit smaller than that one. We could podcast at your house too. Oh yeah. It's got four inputs, not eight like yours does. They always say uh way more than than you actually have the XLR inputs, but I only count the XLR. All right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they always count. There's like another whole bunch of stereo inputs down there that aren't XLR. I feel, like, yeah. yeah, this says I can do what sixteen mics and, yeah. or something. Sixteen channels. Sixteen channels. But and I don't know how I would plug them in. Well, you use There's the extra little bits here. You use the uh, the other inputs on the back that aren't XLR. Anyway, it Not doesn't important. matter. Does whatever. Uh, so I also got some mm-hmm. wireless microphones. Ooh, wireless. I haven't set them up yet because I don't have the mixing board, but it's like a little wireless receiver. And then I got these little three foot cables that are, so the back of the wireless receiver has two XLR plugs that just plug right into the mixing board. So the mixing board doesn't know they're wireless, but then this, you set this thing up and then you got two microphones that hook up to it. And uh, yeah, so it wasn't much more than just getting two cheap microphones. I mean, basically, it's the same price as one good microphone mm-hmm. and not the same price as like a really good microphone, but just a good one. When you get, uh, when you add on all the cables you need, like you subtract the cables when you're getting wireless. Yep. And that's what brings you to that point. But then I had to still get, it didn't come with any of the cables that I needed. I saw I still had to buy two little three-foot cables, mm-hmm. but they're much cheaper than the 20-foot cables I was going to be getting. You need those 20-foot cables, you know, for dancing around, going to the bathroom. You need it so that there can be some amount of coiled-up stuff so that nobody yanks anything you got off the table. 
that's a good idea. Yeah. What's that song? Is there a song where you spin in circles a lot? No spinning. Oh, but with wireless, it's fine. Yeah, no problem. And then normally you get like some PA speakers, but I have some speakers that I'm just going to use for now until I can get PA speakers. The main thing I remember you talking about three years ago when you were thinking about this. Yeah, it's a slow process. You didn't want to... Well, good thing you waited because I think things are cheaper than they were three years ago. Because when oh, yeah. we were looking at wireless microphones for here, for doing the podcast, you know, yeah, they were like a hundred bucks each a couple of years ago. Half price now. Yeah. Hey, man. What what can I wait on that'll be cheaper? I mean, these little cheap mics are that that we bought for when we were doing this podcast uh, are actually much more expensive because I think I paid twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. For the microphones that we're using, and now they're like forty or fifty bucks. Same ones. Ooh, yeah. I think there was a shortage on certain things. The uh, podcast bubble, the yeah, craze, podcast bubble. Pretty soon, we'll be able to be picking them up for cheap once all these people drop off. Apparently, the podcast bubble didn't include wireless microphones because those were cheaper. Nice. So that was helpful because that's for like live events, and then nobody's uh, doing any of that. What? Uh... What are you going to do, man? You get this thing. Are you going to have all the pieces by this weekend? Yes. I think the last piece will show up tomorrow or the next day. Something like that. Do you have your song queued up for singing? Mm. Do you know what you're going to do? Mm. Have you thought this through? I know your your first movie for every every new TV you get is always The Matrix. An excellent point. I don't have that song that I play. So what's the what's the deal with the uh, karaoke music tracks? Yeah, there's a. They're basically it's like a video track, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all like hard to just download them. It's all whatever. There's certain it's companies all digital that now. Own them all. You used to have either you'd have like a machine that would play karaoke cds Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird and it would just have like a a background and then instead of being a whole video track it would just be like uh the words that would go over the background so then people started wanting to do it through a computer it's much easier you know you just click 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 instead of putting a disc in and then the uh those those tracks got ripped to the computer and then run through the program. And then the the industry started using different tracks that had better, you know, better video files. They're bigger. They take up more space. I mean, it's not a lot of space. It's not like a, like a, a real video. It's just these little small little things. And so now it's basically all MP4 type little video tracks. And, uh, yeah, no, it's not hard. You just, it, it, it's, uh, it's hard to get a collection because these like people that have whatever weekly gigs at a bar and have been doing it for 10 years, they've been amassing this giant collection of karaoke tracks. Yeah. And I was listening to, uh, some guys on YouTube talking about their setups and how they got things working and what their, what programs and this and that. And you were asking me 
a while ago how many how many tracks you need and this guy said he only has 2000 tracks and he says that the other KJs just like think it's ridiculous and they make fun of him and say how can you run a show like that and he said when he started he only had 500 he did get some complaints but he kept you know asking people what they wanted and getting what they wanted and he says with 2000 he can run a show just fine but that's a lot of tracks. But if somebody comes up and says, hey, do you have any Jonathan Colton? He goes, I'm sorry, no. He says, who? What's that? that? Yeah. Uh, uh, that won't be a problem for me. I'll, I'll get that taken care you of. You got your 500 Jonathan Colton songs That's like on, 10. on karaoke, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, probably uh, Probably I should sing um, hmm, Future Soon, I think. By Jonathan Colton, yeah, that's the one. Are you gonna open up your up your windows so like all your neighbors know what's happening? I'm gonna blast it, yeah, just yeah. so they know what they're in for. Oh yeah. Okay, is there anything else you're excited about this karaoke setup, Dan? Um, well, never I, leaving the uh, your house. No, I'm gonna take it out camping. Ooh, yeah. No, this is gonna be a portable setup. I got an inverter. That I can hook up to my car, and it also has a built-in inverter, so it's got like a AC plug in the back. And so between those two things, I think I should be able to power all the necessary equipment in order to run this remotely. Okay. As long as I don't need access to the internet and or I have access to the internet over my phone, then it will be fine. Ooh. I, I don't think I need access to the internet, though. I wonder what it would take while well, that thing's on a tripod. But what if you could hook that thing up to to a trailer hitch, the TV mount, no trailer hitch, and then you could just be driving, and like, somebody like could pimp be, my ride. Yeah, and somebody could be in a trailer behind you, being in a hot pulled, tub, of course, in a hot tub with speakers with, mounted up. Yeah, while you're going down the road, they're singing with those wireless mics while in the hot tub, looking at the TV that's mounted to the back of your. Oh, well, you yeah, can no, have this a trailer is, with yeah. a TV mount trailer no, hitch. No. All right. That plans out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No. <sighs> All right, Dan. Well, I got a, uh, I, I teased this earlier. I bought a new tool for my shop. Okay. Well, I can't wait for the doing some karaoke. It's going to be a hard, it's going to be a serious karaoke summer, but I got this uh, new tool for my shop. A scroll saw. What's a scroll saw? It's like a uh, little brother, little brother, little sister of a bandsaw. I have a bandsaw. It's just one round circle of blade that just nonstop cuts. But people have been telling me I've been using it a lot more for making things. And uh, people have been telling me I need a scroll saw. I don't... I, so I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. The one, and I got it, and I used it, and it's like, yeah, it's like a little sister of a of a bandsaw. It cuts nice, intricate little cuts and does nice things. The blade's really thin, and it's nice for doing certain things. But I was like, this isn't that much better. I mean, it's not better at all than the bandsaw. But the only thing that it's great for, imagine you want to cut like an inner, like a bandsaw, you just have to just cut 
in like if you want to let's say you want to make a circle and have a smaller circle inside of that circle. like the letter o like okay the letter I gotcha. o. Mm-hmm. let's say you're making a giant letter o or a small one or a small or and uh you can't do it with the bandsaw right you'd have to that's what your jigsaw is for that's what your well jigsaw is handheld Oh, no. What if you mounted it to a table? Then would it be like a scroll saw and you added some oh, uh, some metal bearings at the top? Should I have just duct taped my uh, my jigsaw to my table to hold it in place with the blade pointing upwards? Isn't that kind of what a scroll saw is? It's similar to that, but it holds it at the top. So it's like this tiny little blade. It's about five inches long. Like a jigsaw blade, little, but it looks... little jigsaw blade, but it attaches at the top and bottom mm-hmm. and goes up and down. So what I love about the bandsaw, it's a nonstop cutting downwards. Right. And so I've been using that for the past year and a half, and I've gotten so used to that. And now I use this, and it goes down and up. It's got that up and down. Yeah. And the first time I used it, there's a guide that holds your wood down. I didn't have that pushed down. Whoops. So it's just like, I'm like, dang, this thing is so hard to use. Yeah. It's like moving this wood all over the place but uh until i figured out that there's that guide you lower and then it it's pretty easy does it also have the little uh little tube that you put a fan and it blows the dust off that is a nifty little uh little add-on piece there yeah so the thing goes up and down and some genius i don't know how long this has been but they have uh like, since it goes up and down, it just squishes this little pump. It just squishes this pump and then blows air at the blade, clearing all the dust from the cutting area, which is genius, man. It is genius and very useful. But so this is going to be, I thought, hey, this this scroll saw is going to be my primary tool. I'm going to get rid of my bandsaw or just I'm not going to be using it as much. But no, it's going to be a secondary to my bandsaw. I mean, I love my bandsaw. So you're getting rid of the scroll saw. Nope, I'm keeping the uh I'm keeping the scroll saw, but I'm only pretty much going to use it for things that I need cut out of the so, middle. So okay, let me ask you without this. Without having to cut all the way through. How much work is it to take the blade out, put your piece in the middle that you've screwed a drilled a hole in the middle and then put the blade through that hole and then reaffix it? It takes about 20 seconds. Oh, okay, that's pretty yeah. easy. So there's just a little knob that loosens up the blade, Uh and you push it down, and it's, like, specifically made for this. The blade, without disconnecting the bottom, like, comes forward. Yeah, you use a, whatever, half-inch drill and drill a a section of your wood, and Mm -hmm. then you feed it through there so you can get out the middle sections. It'll be for a lot more intricate stuff. Okay. Like, the world is my oyster now. I can make anything. I can cut the middle out of anything now. That's right. O's or, O's, or A's, Q's, B's, Q's. B's before. What other letters have holes in the middle of uh, them? R's. R's. Uh, uh, if you have P's. P's. I forgot about P's. Yeah. I think that's it, right? Uh, yeah. A, B. Yeah. yeah. D. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, I got this new thing. I'm excited, and it wasn't that much. In the grand scheme of things, 
uh, it was a pretty cheap tool to be purchasing. Not much more than my tabletop sander. I think it was 140 bucks. Oh, man. But right. I'm excited to use it. And, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, when I open up my Etsy account for Brooks, Brooks makes Crafty Brooks. What's the name of our my Etsy? Brooks Craft, Craft, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Craftofferson. Uh, Brooks Chris Crafts 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 in a brook And then it's like a picture of a little no, stream Crafts in brooks Yeah, little streams Streams of crafts Streams of craft But they're not streams, they're brooks Babbling okay. crafts oh, oh, there you go Babbling crafts Yeah Oh well, Now it's time, Dan Oh, wait, thing. Hold, hold on, hold on. So what's that? That's also the name of your solo podcast, Babbling Brooks. Aww. Carry on. <laughs> That's my terror work podcast. Uh, now it's time for a little thing we like to call Around, 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 What's happening? So I got up on the roof of my house. That's around it. It's just the top side. For the first time? Have you no. Up on the roof. First time this month, but I had a uh, a bottle of uh, moss killer. Okay. And you'd think, that's a that's a new house. You shouldn't need any of that up there. You don't there. have trees up there. One side. So as I'm... I, I, I've looked up there, and you can see most of the roof from the ground, and there's a couple spots where it's real shady on mm-hmm. one side of the house where kind of the sun the sun shines all through the day, but on the other side of the house, so it never reaches that other side, and there's an overhang. And so underneath that overhang on the shady side of the house, it's real mossy. So I basically, I just got up there and sprinkled this shaker bottle of these little granules all over the roof and especially over there where there was a bunch of moss. You're probably supposed to clean off big chunks like that, but I probably have to let it die first, maybe. I don't know. My neighbor, I've got a similar issue. I got some moss on my roof. Uh but my neighbor was trying to tell me you get laundry detergent. Non wait, just like the powdered laundry detergent. Yeah, and but they that, hate the fish in the rivers, right? Your yeah, neighbor? This neighbor. He, yeah, okay. He's got a shirt that he wears with a fish and a circle and a slash through it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Is that what the laundry detergent It kills fish? Oh, probably. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Well, I guess it goes down the drain anyway, so well, maybe not. Well, or maybe, we, yeah. Is that a different drain? The laundry drain? The laundry drain goes into a well, a contained, <laughs> you know, every house has... A thousand gallon laundry tank. And that goes into an incinerator. And you got to have that pumped every year. Okay. To keep those microfibers from getting into the ocean. Fabric microfibers. No, I got it. And, uh, and, uh, I don't know. He was telling me to do that. I bought the thing, just haven't gone up on the roof to do it. You bought a sprinkler for laundry detergent? I bought a I brought, bought a thing of powdered laundry detergent, but maybe I should have just bought some moss out. Is, it, is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. It's like a big, tall, round bottle with a shaker top. The only thing that was stopping me 
was being like, well, I'm going to redo my roof in like two years. I've been saying a couple years for the past five years. Yeah. So in a couple years, I'm going to redo my roof. So I don't have the time to get up there and shake a shaker of moss out onto my roof. Be a waste of time. I'll just let this moss take over. That'll be easy to scrape off. Okay. All right. But that's my logic. It's probably wrong. Definitely wrong. (laughs) So uh, let me know how that goes and then. I mean, it's done. I I assume I've I've done it correctly and I'll have no problems for the next five years. Will you let me know if in three months that moss just disappears? Yeah. I'll, I'll double check on that if you remind me in three months. Well, Dan, I got uh, big news. The hot tub is coming sometime. Still. In the next three months. I've gotten the I've gotten the go ahead. They said the hot tub people said, Yeah, it's on track. It should be here in the next couple of weeks. Middle of May. Whoa. And I'm thinking to myself, but it's but it's almost the middle of May. I mean, it depends on how you define middle. It's not the okay. first or the last day, so between the 10th and the 20th is the middle to me? I would say, yeah. So this is so the we got 10th. 11? No, this is 11th. Okay, so we got uh, we got nine more days for it to be here. That's in the next couple of We're weeks. pushing but to the end of May. It's probably going to be the end of May like you told me five months ago. All right, good point. Well, I did it. Remember when I did my uh, my attic Four years ago. Oh, I remember. When I built a second story on my house, it took uh, six months to fully complete. Well, in the process of doing that, we needed to figure out a way of having stairs going up to the attic. Yeah. And I said, Jamie, the only good spot, wife, the only good spot to do this is your closet. Oh, no. Like so. the uh, the linen closet? Her closet, her, her closet, the closet, her bedroom in closet. the bedroom. I said, "We're gonna rip out your closet. Oh no! Cut it in half at a f- sixty-degree angle. Uh huh. You cut it super in a, a triangle out of it. I turned her rectangular-shaped closet into a triangle. Yeah. So now does the rod go down at a sixty-five-degree angle to the ground? No, there's no rod. Oh. So and when I. So I got the stairs going up and finished that all that area off, and and you know it was coming to the end of the project. We were a little bit over budget, mm-hmm. and I forgot that we needed some money for rebuilding and finishing her closet. Okay. So I got like the cheapest uh, particle board, fake, uh, fake like bead board. In her closet, I did it like the cheapest. Yep, sounds like it. The cheapest. <laughs> and I was like, it's a closet. Like, how do I really want to sheetrock this triangle closet? How much more does sheetrock really cost than Well, I just didn't, didn't want to get in there and like put all this work with beadboard. You just nail it up and it's good. It's good, right? And then Jamie says, hey, there's these cool hooks. You know, the ones that you like, that just stick onto the wall. So she got all these hooks and just stuck all these hooks around in that triangle closet for hanging her clothes. And that was four years ago. Well, those hooks are starting to fail. They ripped right through that beadboard. No, beadboard's, uh, it's holding up, it's holding up well. Okay. Uh, 
but since she put up these hooks, I was like, oh, out of, like, I don't, this is not my concern anymore. The closet is, you know, 80% done. So, wait, so she has a closet with, like, a whole bunch of coat hooks in it, and that's how she hangs up her clothes? My closet became half hers. Okay. So she, all her hangy stuff went over into my closet. All right. And I hang hardly, like I have a suit and like five dress shirts Yep. in there hanging up and everything else is hers pretty much. So she just had this and she liked the hooks, but then they started to fail. Like those hooks like started the plastic, whatever, just re- needed to be redone. And she said, hey, why don't we... Why don't we do this closet the right way? Oops. She knew the whole time. She she knew the whole time and she'd been thinking about it the whole time. And, you know, I hadn't been thinking. It wasn't my closet to think about. Uh, yeah. But I did it. I went and I went to Home Depot just yesterday, bought one sheet or one uh, like eight foot long two by, no, one by eight foot long, one by four. Okay. So now, since it was the beadboard, you can't really attach anything to that. Like, there's nothing behind it to screw except yep. for the studs. So I got these two boards, or I got this board, and I cut it, and then I have a shelf. Now she has a shelf up top okay, for her jeans, and I put those boards across nice and secure and then added some real hooks she likes to call them drunken octopus hooks. They've got three of them on there, There's maybe? like two. There's two little octopus legs and then the round head. Huh. It's okay. a double It's a double hook. Maybe okay. I'll post a picture up. Yeah. Think about it. I think I know what you're talking about, maybe. Google it. Drunken yeah. octopus hook. See what happens. Oh, whoa. <laughs> See what happens. Uh, anyways, I did it. It's done. The closet, okay, cool. it looks way nicer in there. So you rip that beadboard out nope, and you put in still up sheet there. rock. Nope. Wait, what? Nope. I thought you said you fixed it. Nope. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nope. This, I just, so. What? How? Four years ago, I kicked the can down the road to here. And is this another four years? I picked up years? the can and I think this can kick. You dropped it. Get me like 10 years. Wow. Before wow. I have to do something real in there and like. Why don't you just go get yourself a sheet of. Ply, uh, not plywood, a sheet of sheetrock and a, f- a can of paint. That's a lot of work. Some man. mud, some tape, that's a some sheetrock screws. See, these are all these things. I mean, it's a closet. There's no light in there. She does have and a- And also put some light in a there. A battery powered light. Put a real light in there. Hit, Come on. You know, the bubble that you push. I know. Pop, pop it. But uh, anyways- it's better and it looks it looks great. And she also found on her walk, she found this little shelf, like like wall mount shelf that fits perfectly outside of her closet, but it was kind of like all dirty and and painted funky colors. So I sanded that up and spray painted it white yesterday. Uh-huh. All this happened while on vacation, and I marked that closet done. I got a. I also picked up just yesterday a dry erase board, where I can write things that need to get done around the house on it. Okay. And then I can wipe it clean when I'm done. That done, wiped off there, out of my mind, done for another ten years. Nice. 
So that was it. That was my big around the house. I will be heading down to the the yurt tomorrow. You mean you're heading down to the... uh the, the pit toilet. I'm heading down to the pit toilet and climbing on in, and I'm finishing it. This weekend, it's happening. Is there also a whiteboard down at the coast where you have things written down? Oh, that'd be nice. You should do that, too. But then, like... Pick up all the sticks in the forest. Clear all Check. brush <laughs> from forest. Yeah. Check. But, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to heading down to the yurt tomorrow morning and uh gonna get some work done down there nice so dan do we have any uh emails no dang if you want to email the show afterworkpod at gmail.com ask dan what his favorite color is he can't say it now ask him we're curious i'm curious he won't ask me i mean he won't answer i've asked him you know Dozens of times he said, no, not for you. But if a special listener <laughs> emailed in, maybe I'd answer. All this happened off the air. And and just because I like to karaoke sing Mr. Jones doesn't mean I agree with his favorite color. Green? Green is my favorite color. It's, it's gray. Gray. In, in the song. I knew it was something grr. GR. Yeah, gray. Yeah, because obviously. Come on. Uh, Fifty Shades of Gray? No. Blue, red, and black, and gray. Anyway. Well, uh, what do you, you got plans for this week? No, nothing exciting. That's nothing we're exciting. allowed to talk about on this podcast. All right. Uh, I did... Smoke some salmon this Ooh. last weekend, I guess. Is that part of Around the House? Sure. Anyway, this is in the kitchen with Dan. Uh, smoke them if you got them. Follow up, uh, I smoked some salmon, and my parents came over. and uh, For Mother's Day? On Mother's Day, yeah. Oh, happy Mother's Day, moms. Yep. And uh, everybody enjoyed the salmon. Somebody even thought that it was store-bought, which I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but Store, I mean, store-bought's good, right? Yeah. Anyway, it was, uh, yeah, it turned out well. I thought it's not too hard. But it turns out it's pretty easy. You just put salmon in the smoker for no, how many you, hours? You brine it overnight. You, you mix up a brine, and you let it, that salty, sugary, watery mess soak into there. Then you let it dry out for a couple of hours, so mm-hmm. you get a nice little hard crust on the outside of your salmon, and then you smoke it. And then you baste it. Does this make you want to start fishing now that you have a way of preparing it that's not like? I, I, let me ask you let this me just question. Put this out there. I'm not a fan of fish, but smoked salmon. Oh, and smoked fish. Smoked salmon is delicious. delicious. But you know, fish is all right. Yeah, I'm not a big fish eater. So that's why, like, I like fishing. Mm-hmm. But I also just like standing next to water. And looking at it. Yeah. While staring at my phone. I like throwing rocks at water, and that makes the fishermen mad. Yeah. I like to watch the rocks go bing, 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 What if you went onto the opposite side of the lake from the fishermen? You're like, no, I'm scaring them towards you. I'm scaring all the fish towards you. Just yell at them across the lake. Yeah. No, I've done that. 
I, I, I've always aspired to be, and I have fished in my life, but I'm just not a fisherman. That's, All right. That's that. Well, uh, old Eddie, mm-hmm. I wonder if he still listens to the podcast. Maybe not. Take Dan out uh, and get some salmon. He's the one, the past guest of the show, Eddie, fishing with Eddie. Mm-hmm. He's the one that told me to get this smoker. And, and I I imagine there's some days he has so many fish, it fills up his smoker. He wish he had a second smoker. Maybe he just brings those fish over to your house. You smoke them, take half. You split, yeah, there you go. All right, and okay. then take that other half and we'll split it. And then you he and can I can split it. Half of that half. Yeah, and then I split that a quarter with someone else. <laughs> hmm. It's uh, like a fish is getting awful small. Hmm. I think it's probably just easy enough to buy fish and smoke it. It may even be cheaper than being a fisherman. That's yeah with once you like count all your gear and your boat and your special truck that you bought mm-hmm. with the boat attachment you got 80 grand into your hobby of catching free fish but it's the fish is free i only have to pay a hundred and something dollars a year for the license and then well, that's true you know <laughs> as long as i catch more than five fish a year my, my i mean my license is paid for so that everything after that goes towards that eighty thousand dollars worth of other stuff and okay. i'll be paid off in 29 decades no 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 all it's right probably cheaper just to buy fish it's yeah it's cheaper to just get a karaoke set up and do that whenever oh, yeah. you're thinking about that. fishing yeah think only fishing songs yeah sounds good all right well dan thanks for coming over on your day off and on my vacation. And uh, have fun, everybody. Have a nice night. And we'll see you all next time after work.